All right. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody out there is doing well. And uh, how's everybody doing out there? I um, took this week off from making podcasts. It's Friday, uh, June the 5th, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I wanted to sit back and kind of watch everything um, go on and kind of just wait till everything kind of came out. And, uh, you know, honestly... I wasn't really in a good place to record a podcast earlier this week because I, I think I, you know I'm I was like everybody in the country I was just so pissed off about what was going on that um, I, I was afraid if I sat down and recorded a podcast then I might say something that was totally uncalled for but I think I'm kind of cooled off a little bit and. Um, you know, I'm able to kind of, you know, I've been, I, I put a lot of thought into this episode. I, I, I think that, you know, obviously I'm not going to say, like, no matter what I say, it's, it's going to piss somebody off, but I hope that this episode kind of just, um, helps you think about some things and, uh, you know, going to talk about some funny things, going to talk about some sad things, just talk about what's happening. And you can disagree with it, you can agree with it, but, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, thank you so much for joining me, I really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for 40,000 followers over on YouTube, really do appreciate it. Um, if you were if you were listening to this on YouTube and you want to find it anywhere else, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on iHeartRadio, it's on Google Play, it's on SoundCloud. All, it's pretty much everywhere, um, all over the place. Uh, I uploaded the last episode on, on Instagram. I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is going to be past 60 minutes. So um, I might upload a clip to Instagram maybe. I don't really know, but um, I might upload it there. But pretty much it's it's available everywhere. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. But wherever you get it, make sure that you are you are subscribed and you hit follow so you don't miss out on uh, any more future episodes. Uh, but I want to start with this, and I don't really know where to start off, but I, I'm just going to start off with this. Um, I know that everybody was kind of glued to their TV this week, or, you know, in the past week, um, and I don't know if you noticed, but there's been a lot, I mean, especially with COVID, there's been a lot of these sign language people, and I was watching the mayor this, I think it was this week, this past weekend, um, or not not the mayor, the governor of uh, Minnesota. And he was speaking, and I couldn't understand, I, I couldn't concentrate on what he was trying to say because the the lady was like totally going off uh, into like this dancing thing. And I, I couldn't concentrate on what he was, I mean, he was saying some good stuff, and uh, I just couldn't concentrate on what he was trying to say, you know? Uh, it, she was, she was really getting into what she was trying to say. And I, I didn't understand that that was the job description for a sign language interpreter. I, I, I mean, she was really given that job 110%. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and look up clips of the, of um, just any clip of uh, the, the uh, governor of Minnesota talking. And they, they're doing these press conferences. And she's just like... <laughs> dancing and anyway it's 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 really funny um 
it kind of made made light of the situation that's going on, but uh, it was funny. Uh, also, also this week, something else that was really stupid. I just want to get out of the way before I get into the other stuff. Uh, Blackout Tuesday, Blackout Tuesday. Now, Blackout Tuesday, um, was ridiculous. You know, it kind of uh, it kind of backfired on their cause. But basically, if you didn't know, I got an email. I got an email, um, well, actually two two emails from a music distributor, and um, one of them was like, uh, "We must pause the show" or something like that. And basically, this uh, the Blackout Tuesday, the some people in the music music industry came together and said, "Let's." pause uh business and 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 let's kind of uh reflect on what's happening and let's have everybody post a black square uh on our instagram or 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 whatever and i like michael knowles uh he did a podcast like the day after and he said i got ridiculed on on instagram because i posted a black square with a rainbow because it's pride month and it's also this blackout tuesday and uh i honestly forgot that it was pride month you know it's june uh but i it's it's kind of funny that the mainstream media was like trump didn't pay attention to pride month you know like third year in a row like he's kind of busy you know it's kind of busy but i i posted the black square but if you read the caption i had a lot of people unfollow me but if you read the caption it kind of justifies me posting it, but I didn't use Black Lives Matter hashtag, but a lot of people did, and it was really funny because it kind of backfired on their plan because I was reading some of the stuff on Black Lives Matter, and it was really positive. It was really good inspirational stuff, and, and I think that for the most part, they have a lot of good things to say, but there's just a, a just like any organization, there's a few bad apples, and that's who the... That's kind of... The problem with the movement is there's a few a few bad apples, or maybe more than a few bad apples, that overthrow the the movement into what we're seeing today. And and also, you know, they're doing it, and also Antifa's doing it, and they're just all coming together and just making a big mess. But um, there was so many people on my timeline, and I didn't unfollow them because I I'm not that kind of person. But um, there were so many people on my timeline that I haven't seen their posts in like months or years. And they come out with posting this black square. And I think it's kind of ironic uh, in the email that I got from the music distribution company that I'm subscribed to. I don't use them to push my music out to stores, uh, but it was another one that I just signed up to get their updates. Um, but I didn't, what's interesting, I didn't get an email from the company distro kid that I've used to put my music out on stores. Huh? That's funny. That's, I, I just thought about that, but I, I think it's kind of ironic. Like the whole point of the message was we need to take a break off social media. We need to take a break from the media and we need to black out our social media. I mean, I, I understand the point, but it's kind of defeating the purpose and it was, it's not really helping anyway, but it's just kind of like I'm going to post to say that I'm not posting. It was, it's so stupid. It really is stupid. And I just don't think you can end racism 
with your post that had three likes. You know, it just, it doesn't really work that way. So, but I had so many people come out and on my personal timeline posting that. And I just couldn't believe the number of people that were posting that. And look, if you want, if you think that that's going to help the situation, go right ahead. I mean, you know, you have freedom of speech in this country and I think that you should do that. But just remember, just just kind of put your energy into things that are actually a good cause, right? And do I think that posting the black square is bad? No. I mean, it, it's... But is it helping? No. This, the same answer. It's, it's, it, didn't, it didn't do anything, right? It didn't do anything. But, but like I said, the people were posting that black square and they were using Black Lives Matter hashtag and it drowned it out. Uh, like it drowned the hashtag out. And so it was a point on Tuesday where you can go to that hashtag and it was nothing but black squares. Though it was, it was funny. It kind of backfired on them. But, um, and also people on social media are having this argument this week about all lives matter and black lives matter which I don't I don't understand how black lives matter isn't racist because you're including one group of people but all lives matter is racist because you're including you're including every group of people I don't understand that concept maybe somebody can help me explain that but um and look I I like this week, I made it a point to understand what they're trying to do. And like I said, there is some good people in the Black Lives Matter organization. Like I, 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 le- I legitimately think they're in it for the good cause. And I think that they have, a, they have good points, right? And I think that they have, like they mean well, right? But I, I, I just don't subscribe to this, to what they're trying to do. It's, it's so stupid. Um, I mean, for one thing, they're trying to defund the police. We'll get into that later, but, uh, it's, it's just a political organization. It's, it's really, I mean, I don't have time to get into it and maybe I'm not the right person to talk about it, but if you really want to know about it, um, there's probably countless videos talking about it on YouTube, but, uh, Ashton Kutcher, made a terrible video. Um, and I think, I think Ashton Kutcher was the one who started the blackout Tuesday because he, he, he posted it Saturday. He posted a black photo Saturday and then all of a sudden everybody on Tuesday. So I I think, I think Ashton Kutcher is the, the man to blame for the blackness on Instagram. But anyway, uh, (laughs) but I don't, I don't understand um, how saying all lives matter is a crime. I don't understand. Which, speaking of all lives matter, uh, dropped a new t-shirt on rdapparelco.com if you want to support the podcast. Um, we got an all lives matter shirt. If you don't want to buy anything right now, I totally understand. Uh, we have a tip jar in the description. It's like a PayPal link. You can just, you know, it's like a tip jar. Just think of it as a tip jar. If you want to do that, if you want to support the podcast, you can do that. Uh, but yeah, people people were uh, 
looking at the peaceful protesting and they were trying to justify, and I talked about it on the last podcast, but, but people are trying to justify these, these protests and they were using uh, examples that have nothing to do with what's happening. And they were like perfect example. They were like, well, if you can protest to open your business and we can protest and riot, well, it's a little bit different, right? And I look, I, I totally support peaceful protesting, but I don't support what's what's happening, destruction and, and you know, all this stuff. And you can be peaceful. You can speak up for what you believe in. And I want you to do that. But uh, what's happening now has nothing to do with, you know, what was happening a few months ago. But I, you know, I support your right. I support if, you know, same with, you know, what was happening a couple months ago with everybody protesting to open up their business. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that maybe, you know, by going to the peaceful protest maybe isn't helping that much um, because you're, you know, when you get there, you put yourself in danger. And I and I and I, I've I seen a couple people online going to these protests with uh, MAGA hats on. I don't think that's a good idea because you're asking to get shot. I mean, let's let, I mean let's be real here. I mean, you're you're asking. I mean, it's I, it's people are pissed. People are upset. So don't wear a MAGA hat to these. Like if you go, don't don't wear a, a Trump 2020 unless you have an AR-15 right next to you. I'm not saying do that. Please don't do that. But if you want to go, please go. But please wear, like, discreet clothing. Like, disguise yourself. You know, protect yourself. And don't... Please don't bring your kids. But, but you know, maybe understand that maybe there's more things that you could do if you really are passionate about this cause, which I, I, think, I think that, you know, we can all get behind what happened was wrong. And I can all get behind you know, police reform and maybe fixing problems with, 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 you know, you know, certain areas of the country. I think that I, I think most people can support that, but maybe instead of going and protesting, maybe actually, you know, meeting with your police chief, meeting with, with local representatives of your government, maybe meeting with, uh, your state representative, like meeting with members of the authority that, that can actually bring about change because holding a sign as much as you want to believe could be useful. It, it, it really, I mean, once you get out there, you're going to be drowned out by the mob, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, like all these people, you're going to get drowned out by these people. Um, and it's just not like you're not going to get heard as much, really. And you might get hurt, you know. And, and so there's been several instances this week. I think the hardest video I have watched is of a girl. She was in um, Idaho or uh, Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Um, her sister and her went to a protest and her sister got shot. And it was probably one of the hardest videos. I, I posted it on my on my Instagram, but it was probably one of the hardest videos I've had to watch. And uh, really sad. 
And, of course, the police officer, David Dorm, this week, um, was sadly shot. And that's, that's, that's my problem with the Black Lives Matter movement. They don't, they don't actually support their own people. And so that's why I'm totally behind this idea of all lives matter. It doesn't really matter what color you are. All lives matter. You know, I, I wish that we can get behind this idea of that we're just all Americans. But unfortunately, you know, the media and certain people like that, like in the media and, and other people, they make money off of this and it's very profitable especially when you have a story like George Floyd i mean i don't know how many millions of dollars they've probably made off of this story um it's really profitable profitable when you when you put black man get shot by a white man or black man you know like the knee thing right but i've noticed that uh in the media when it happens to a white man they just say man they don't say black man or they don't say white man, they just say man. But when it's a black man, they say black man. They, they don't say man, because it means more clicks, right? But my problem with, black, with the BLM movement is they don't care about their own people. You know, we have you know, David Dorm, Patrick Underwood. Um, out in Oakland, there was a black cop that got shot in the head in, in Las Vegas. I mean, as of yesterday, there was 400 officers injured or killed I, I can't I don't know exactly which like how many was injured or how many was killed but there's probably way more now but um, if black lives really mattered why why aren't they talking about David Dorm if you don't know what happened with David Dorm he was trying to protect a pawn shop and um, he got shot because somebody looted a TV. Somebody wanted a TV, and they valued that TV over his life. And there's a really graphic video of him lying on the street and saying his last couple breaths, or like saying his last couple words, and he's breathing his last couple breaths. Really, really sad. Um... But yeah, I mean, good good news. Let's switch gears here. Uh, COVID is over. COVID is over, and I I, I I posted a thing today, and I knew this would happen. People like so there there's certain parts of the country that there's that they're putting guidelines on these protests, and they're like a um, hundred people per to, per protest and ten people per outside organized event or something like that. And um, let me pull it up here. Social outdoor gathering up to 12 people, protest up to 100 people. And I, I put up on Instagram, I was like, what's next? 10 looters per store? Like, they're having, like, they, they can't, <laughs> like, they're, they're so, like, they so much want to, uh, you know, cover up the fact that, 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 that that's happening. I was watching a news coverage, and I think we all have seen the news coverage of how the media um, and, and, and I think it's on every channel, but I mean, they were like, yeah, it's peaceful. And then they cut to a, a clip of, of some reporter out in wherever 
And the reporter's like, yeah, it's peaceful. And then back behind them, there's like a burning building, you know, and there's people screaming, you know, it's just, they want to justify this so bad, you know, like, and look, I get it. You know, what happened to George Floyd was uncalled for, right? It was bad, but what's happening now is uncalled for as well. So, you know, um, you can't solve anything. You can't solve hate with hate. And, uh, you know, it's really sad that, you know, people were getting arrested, you know, a month ago, a month and a half ago for opening up their salon. Now, these people are going and burning down buildings, shooting cops, and looting stores, and they're justifying what, what's happening and, and, and labeling them as peaceful protesters. And there's people out there that are actually peaceful, and they're being shamed to go to these events, go to these protests, because they think that they're going to cause violence because of what the news is covering. The news is deceiving. They are only showing you, you know, it's, it's, it's the most famous line from the media. If it bleeds, it reads, you know, they, they get more coverage off of this kind of stuff. They get more money off of this kind of stuff than anything else. They're, they're not going to show you peaceful stuff. They're not going to show you good, good moments. That's why social media is so important. And I'm not saying like I'm important or anything like, but pages on Instagram, Twitter, they're posting good moments. And I tried this week to really push out the good moments. There is still good people in this world. Um, Even though if you watch the news, it's not even like there's, it's terror, you know, everywhere. And, uh, you know, I find it funny that Everybody is so against white people, like all the, you know, Black Lives Matter people, like white people are racist, but who is showing up to these communities, these black communities all across the country, cleaning up the mess? It's white people. And also black people, but I'm, I'm just trying to make a point that white, white people are not as evil as the mainstream media and, and, and as certain people want you to believe. I mean... I almost lost my freaking mind this week when I saw a video of white people bowing, kneeling in front of black people because they, their ancestors were slave owners and they, they are begging for their forgiveness, kneeling Kneeling, and and there were even even uh, National Guard members, people of the military, police officers, mayors, um, people were kneeling, and uh, Drew Brees. This is the perfect example. Drew Brees, I think that's his name. Uh, he he uh, sent he put. I think he said on ESPN. He's like, I'm not going to kneel because it's disrespectful to the flag. Because when I see the flag, I, I, I think about I think about all the men and women who died, or something to that effect. And then he came out like 
24 hours later and I watched this pitiful Instagram apology and you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to do that. I mean, people are literally being forced out of their position. I, I, I read an article from a, a, a sports broadcaster. He sent out a tweet saying all lives matter and he got, he was forced to resign because he said all lives matter. You shouldn't have to apologize for being white or saying all lives matter. You shouldn't have to apologize because by the way, they were black slave owners too. And besides that, I don't own a slave. You aren't a slave. Like it's, it's the most ridiculous thing. They're focusing on the wrong issue and they're making this into a black or white issue. And it's not at all like that. Right. And yeah, I look at situations like blackout Tuesday and they're just saying, you have to, you have to do this or you're racist. I mean, I was even, I even heard that on Spotify or Apple music, they, they cut your, uh, ability to, to listen to the music that you wanted to off and they just played nothing but rap music or, or music from the black community, which, you know, I have nothing against that, but I, I, I'm not the biggest rap fan. I mean, I do like certain songs. I mean, I was listening to Lecrae. I mean, I was listening to, uh, I like Kanye West. I like, you know, some of the people, I mean, I'm not, but it's not my cup of tea. I mean, you know that. I mean, I, I'm not just listening to, because it's, it's all that culture, right? I know plenty of white guys who listen to rap music. It has nothing to do with race, right? It's just how I was raised. I, I'm, and it's not a white or black thing. It's just a cultural differences. And I think one thing that I took away from this week is that racism has nothing to do with anything but ignorance. And one person who grows up in one culture does not understand another person that grew up in another culture. And it's not a white or black issue. It's a cultural difference difference because I know a lot of people who are white that could easily be black. Right. Or I know a lot of people who are black or could easily be white. I, I was watching a documentary thing on YouTube and they were showing this guy. He grew up in China. He moved to Lubbock, Texas to go to college and he and he didn't know English so he, he was watching Duck Dynasty and um, now he's like a redneck dude he, like he's more redneck than I am so it has nothing to do with like your race or whatever just like who you are has everything to do with how you were raised and the people that you surround yourself with so if you're a white guy in Chicago and you're around a bunch of black guys, you're going to act like them, right? It just has to, it, it's just kind of how it is. So I think that how we get past where we are right now, and I, I, I don't, I don't think that rioting in the street is going to get you anywhere because we, you know, they've been doing that for ages, right? They've been doing that for decades. Um, and they're trying to compare this with 
Martin Luther King. Uh, Martin Luther King was pretty peaceful. They're pretty peaceful. You know, you don't... And and he brought about real change. And, and that's the thing I, I don't understand. Like, maybe it's just a cultural difference. Maybe it's my white privilege showing. But there are poor white people and there's... And there's rich black people. It it has nothing to do with that. And 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 look, look, I I totally understand. Maybe I don't, but I I've been trying really hard to understand where black people are coming from. And I think what I'm getting is at what I'm seeing is that black people are upset that this keeps on happening. Right, I, I, t- I totally understand, but um, you know, I, I I think the whole all lives matter, the Black Lives Matter thing. They just want attention, like they just want to be heard, and I think every culture would like to be heard. But there is way more black on black crimes in all of these cities. You know, you look at Chicago. Memorial Day weekend, like it was like the highest number of murders, black on black, black on black crime in like the country or maybe not the country, but for that area. And so if you want to fix the problem, I think, yeah, we need to hold cops accountable. We might need to fire some people. Um, but also you can't fix a problem that affects two parties without two people coming together and fixing the problem together. So if the cops are doing something, if if the local government is doing something, the other side has to do something as well. And so, you know, the there is more, you know, black people have more encounters with the police. It's it's just it's just how it is. I mean, there's lots of white people too. But here's the thing, if you don't, if you try to limit those encounters with the police, it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with just your activity, like your actions, holding people accountable, you know, putting, and like this whole argument with the, with the defunding the police, uh, a lot, I think Minnesota and a whole bunch of other cities out there they are calling to defund the police. And the only problem with that is uh, the reason why people, the reason why the government is funding the police in these bigger cities is because it makes money for the city. And yeah, it, it would, it would be great to take the money that is being funded into the police force and all that kind of stuff and put it, basically what they want to do is they want to take that money and put it towards, um, um, employment opportunities like they like job training and college training and stuff like that, like educational things. But um, you know that's only going to cause a problem of like it. It's it's actually going to um, like if you if you take the like if you fire all the police officers and just have no authority at all it's going to have more violence but basically their argument is i don't know about in minneapolis but i think in another part of the country they wanted to defund the police and just give everybody a handgun and just say defend yourself like you are 911 
which you know i think that that should happen like all across i i think that like here's the thing like i watched a video about um from ben swan and he was talking about the defund the police thing and it was really interesting because he he was basically saying and i'm 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 full of support of of this way of what he was saying he was saying police need to focus on high level crimes like if I'm going five miles over the speed limit, then I don't think that's a big of a deal as if I murdered somebody, right? You know what I'm saying? It, it's, and I think cops all across the country, they're going to have to, they're going to have to have some massive changes. But, you know, I don't like, like it's ever going to happen. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But, um, what he was saying, what what uh, Ben was sw- saying, is that you know these cops all across the country are having to meet a quota, and we see that all across the you know like in every state, every city, cops are having to make a quota because you know they're not just protecting and serving; they're also salesmen for the city. Because if they don't meet a certain quota of tickets or whatever, and that's always been a problem of mine. For a long, long time, I'm fully supportive of police officers, and it's not their fault. It's just they're just doing their job. But they have to write so many tickets, and you know what he was saying is that if he, if if we just take away those small little things, then if we just focus on the bigger stuff, then actually it'll just everything will go down, and it'll just be a safer area because. I don't know. But anyway, go watch that video from Ben Swan. It was really like he broke it down better than I would. But um, but yeah, I mean, it was it's 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 really sad this week to see the um, the police officer treating this way, the way they did this week, and you know, a lot of people were giving a lot of people were giving the police officers hell on social media and I saw a couple of videos and maybe you've seen it. Um, I can't remember who posted it, but I got like three or 4 million views on Instagram, but basically I don't know what city it was in, but this is what I hate about social media. They are doing the exact, like some of these accounts are doing the exact same thing that the, that the media is doing. They, sh- they put up a clip for three seconds and they only show you what they want to show you. And maybe, you know, I do that too. And if I do that, you know, I'm sorry. I try to cover the full story or what the entire thought. That's why sometimes I post videos on Instagram that's like 15 minutes long because I want the full thought. I want the entire thing that they said. I don't want three seconds of what happened. Um... But this video on Instagram, and you've probably seen it. I don't know where it's at, but these cops were standing on a street corner. And from the video, it looks like the cops are breaking the glass. And they're trying to frame looters and these rioters. And they're trying to, you know, arrest people and things like that. But you don't see like what was happening before I don't know for sure but I assume that what was happening before is that 
some looter threw a brick through the window and the cops, a group of cops like walked by and said, oh, there's a, there's like a glass, broken glass in the window. We don't want some kid because some idiot parent brought their kid. We don't want some kid, you know, playing around in this glass and cut, like make the situation worse, like cut his hand off or something. Uh, so they are just breaking it. So, and the caption on Instagram was like, they're trying to frame us. They're trying to evil cops. Like also I saw another picture of a cop with, um, with a bag of like, uh, good, like, like a bag of like from something like from some store, you know? And he had a Nike box and he was like, uh, cops are trying to arrest us for looting, but they're looting too. No, you idiot. Do, do you really think that the cops have the time to walk into a Nike store and like grab shit? You know, like, do you really think that they have the time to No, They're probably returning the items back to the store. Idiot. You know? So many people on social media are just idiots. Another example about, you know, idiots on social media, um, and it's just really sad to see this whenever people are speaking their our opinion, and, it, and it's kind of like the all lives matter, black lives matter thing, but they only, and it's, it, and it's so, this is so strange what's happening, because it, it is the exact same thing that happened with the COVID thing. And little side note here, I think it's so funny that the media switched from COVID to racism, and then people started wondering, like, what the hell happened to COVID? And then all of a sudden, George Floyd died of COVID, like, or had COVID in April. Who knows about that, but whatever. And then now they're saying that, like, uh, there's going to be a high number of people, uh that have COVID in two weeks. We'll see about that, whatever. Uh, I'm still kind of pissed about COVID and how that happened. Like I, like I was watching a, a LA live stream and I don't know if I talked about this because I had to re re-record this episode, but I was watching a, 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 a LA live stream and the reporter asked the police chief or the fire chief or something. And they, <laughs> she said, are these people going to still ca- uh, test for COVID? Because it's like we're still in the middle of the pandemic. And the police chief or the fire chief or the mayor or whoever it was said, um, no, we're going we're gonna to hold off for a couple of days. Uh, the people that are taking the tests are honestly kind of scared. They might get robbed, you know, um, might get shot. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but they all, they kind of forgot where they were at. Like the media kind of forgot where they were at and they just like, Oh crap. Like they're like, Oh no, I gotta, whatever. But anyway, who knows about that? But, uh, but anyway, uh, people on social media being idiots, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around. I apologize, but uh, I'm trying to get everything that I want to talk about in one episode, but people are canceling people on social media and they're even doxing people and they're doing all this stuff. And it's really sad. But I, I came across this photo of this girl and what she had to say was, 
a good point. Maybe she could have rephrased it a little bit better, but whatever. Um, she's put on Instagram. I'm not going to say who this is, but she put on Instagram. She said, honestly, everybody needs to shut up about this guy who died. Follow the damn law and there wouldn't be issues. If you don't f agree with me, I don't give a F because whatever you say won't change my mind. He wasn't innocent. He was doing something illegal. My favorite cop will always be this guy in the story. Also, Trump 2020 might as well piss everybody off. And so she's got a good point. I mean, maybe I wouldn't have said it that way, but, um, you know, it's something that I struggled with this week. And I really struggled going back and forth until I saw the Candace Owens video. And I, I don't follow Candace Owens at all. I had someone happen to share it on my Facebook page. But I saw, if you haven't watched, it's like an 18-minute long Candace Owens video. And basically, you know, this guy, George Floyd, was a criminal. And I think that that's it's something that, that's like the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to talk about this. And just because, you know, here, like, here's the thing. That doesn't justify what happened to him. I, I just want to say that what happened to him should not happen to anybody, you know, including Hitler. Like, it, it shouldn't happen to anybody. It, you know, it, it was, it, it was terrible. It was, it was really bad. And I'm glad that, you know, he got, uh, you know, charged, you know, second degree or w whatever. And the four cops or the other three cops are arrested. And I think that needs to happen. And I think that there's some accountability that needs to be had. But if you don't use a fake $20 bill and, 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 and if you don't take fentanyl, if you're not high, then none of this would ever happen. Now, if you don't know, if you don't know, um, he was, he went to prison. George Floyd went to prison, uh, for a home invasion and he served his time and, but during the home invasion, he put a gun to a pregnant lady and put it to her belly and, uh, it was bad. And he got out of prison and I think he moved from Houston to Minnesota and, you know, he was trying to get his life together, and I don't know all the details, I don't really know, and, I, and that's the thing, like, I feel weird talking about it in this way, but my point is, you know, he was trying to get his life together, and maybe it, did, it didn't work out, maybe he was struggling, and maybe doing this was the only way that he could make it, or, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know, but... This post has a good point, but basically I saw this on Twitter and apparently this girl that posted it had a scholarship and people on Twitter was trying to find the college that she's going to go to in August because they were going to demand the college take away the scholarship because she said this online because it has, she has a different opinion. She has a different opinion. So, you know, if you if you don't do anything illegal, then you're not going to get caught. 
and I, you know, it has nothing to do with race. It has to do with holding people accountable. And I don't understand that. That's not racist to me. That that's just being a grown up. But somehow that's racist. Somehow that is really, really bad thing to say, especially as a white man. And look here, here's the thing. Like, I have nothing to do. Like, I have no idea what it's like to be black, right? But I do understand that there is, there is, um, there is rich white, or there's poor white men and there's wealthy black men, right? And there's wealthy white men and there's poor black men, but it has to do with all about your, your decisions. Like, you know, the perfect example, perfect example is Ben Carson. If you look at Ben Carson, read his book, watch his movie. I think it's called Gifted Hands. He made it from nothing. He went from the hood. He, he his his mother um, couldn't even read. He made it from a really tough situation, and now he's one of the most well-respected doctors in in the world. I mean, you look at any rapper, you look at any basketball player, they came out of nothing. I mean, you look at Tyler Perry, he slept in his car. So, this I, I mean, and, you know, as much as I don't like his politics, look at Barack Obama. So, if, if, there, was, if there was anything that was actually legitimate that was holding black, back black people that much, then you wouldn't see Barack Obama. You wouldn't see LeBron James. You wouldn't see all of these people. And I know that's 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 an extremely unpopular opinion, but I just I just don't subscribe to this idea that there is a a extantial a a, a high level of racism in this country. I, I think that we've come a long way since the '60s. Do we need to work on some things? Absolutely. Do I think there's some bad cops? Absolutely. I think we need to let them go. Do I think that every cop in America should be? Uh, hung from the gallows uh, because of what happened to George Floyd? Absolutely not. That That is a bunch of bullshit. You know, and, and you know, it, it's... What happened to George Floyd, it's terrible, but, you know, I, I just watched a video of a cop car here in Oklahoma being, de- like, destroyed in a protest. A Dollar General was destroyed. A employment and agency that helps women find jobs was burned down in Oklahoma. And the Black Lives Matter people here in Oklahoma are demanding for the uh, police chief to step down. And that has nothing to do with... I mean, he wasn't responsible for that guy's death. I mean, what the hell? I mean, it's 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 really pissing me off. And what's going to happen is... You're going to have these cops. You're going to have these cops step down because the pay is not good enough. And they just probably, you know, I think about every cop out there. You may not know it, but probably about every cop out there is getting sick of this crap. And I'm not saying everybody's going to 
you know, quit or whatever, but, um, I don't know. We'll just have to see, but burning down buildings, all this stuff is not going to do any good. If you want real change, be the change. If you want actual, you know, change, why don't you run for some kind of public, um, office? Why don't you serve your community? Why don't you do that stuff? And, you know, we've, like, I've seen some good stuff this week, you know, um, Michael Jordan is donating like a hundred million dollars, uh, to George Floyd and his family and all that kind of stuff and educational stuff. Uh, Kanye West is donating. Uh, let me see if I can find this video. I saved so many videos this week and I'm just getting ready for the podcast and I don't, I can't find this video. And so this idea about defunding the police, I know I'm jumping around, but you know, these, these members, these black life member people and, and, and these groups and what's happening to cops are destroying people. I mean, I can't imagine being a cop and pulling up some dude you know, pulling him over and you see on his, on his record or whatever that he's been to prison five times or whatever, you know, cops are scared too. You don't know what's going to happen about, you know, whatever. You don't know what's going to happen. And when it's a white cop, you don't know. I mean, after this deal, people are going to be so scared to pull somebody over. And that's the whole point about, I think... I think people. I I think that we need to have less encounters with the police anyway. And so, if we just cut that out and focus on the more important stuff, you know, maybe maybe don't prosecute somebody, or maybe don't pull somebody, maybe don't arrest somebody over a fake twenty dollar bill. Why don't we just not do that? Why don't we just say, here's twenty bucks, go have some food if you I mean he was using at a food place I think right so maybe do that maybe I, I mean I've worked in retail and I've had a fake 20 pulled out and given to me before like a few years ago and I didn't call the cops I just said we need a different payment but we didn't call the cops I, I understand he was outside like acting weird or something and maybe that's the reason why they called but I think that we need to have less encounters with the police anyway. And so maybe this will eliminate stuff like this that would happen with George Floyd. I think maybe that. But um, you're going to have cops so afraid to pull people over because they're afraid that they're going to lose their entire job and their pension. And, all, and they're going to lose everything that they have. And they're going to go to prison and over something. And what happened to... I mean, this is a different situation, but... I think that we need to like do that and have some reform, but you know, hold the police accountable, but also hold the, you know, these people accountable in these communities and it's all across the country and it's mostly in democratic areas where these people, these, these men who grew up without fathers and that's, and that's a really important point too, is these, most of these men in the community in, in these, you know, for lack of a better term, in the ghetto or whatever, they grow up without fathers, right? I think it's like 74% or something like that. And that will cause somebody 
that will cause somebody to act and out act out in violence and and people like that who grow up in that environment and they don't really have a good home life they are more likely to be a criminal or go to prison than other people that that do have like two like two fam like two parent structure at home and so the problem is, is like they grow up without fathers and they hang around the friends at their school or whatever and then when they're a teenager they get introduced to selling drugs and they sell drugs and then they go to prison and then they come out of prison and then they uh then they try to get their life together and they try to get a job and then their job uh like their resume or their record they like the people look at them and they say oh you've been to prison we can't hire you and i'm trying like this week i've been trying to understand like i know not all black people are like that and there's some white people that have to deal with that stuff too but that's kind of the problem in these communities like I don't know George Floyd's situation, but um, I'm assuming that that was the situation where he grew up without a father, he had a really tough home life, childhood situation, and that's what caused him to do what he did. And and you, know, I commend him for trying to get his life together, but it's still a sad situation, a really bad bad deal. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about this, uh, the BET founder, the BET founder, um, is demanding every black person to get $350,000 without works out to be, uh, $14 trillion for repar reparations, right? Just for being black. Um, Now you know I I I uh, I don't I don't understand how that is going to help anything because most of these people there's a lot of people that just don't need it right you know you know you look at like like are they going to give it to every black person does that mean Oprah is going to get it Do, does Oprah really need three hundred fifty thousand dollars does LeBron James really need three hundred fifty thousand dollars like, like I don't understand how this is going to work like. It's just, it's really unnecessary. I, I don't really think it's going to do anything. And you know, the first thing they're going to do is just buy like a, like a Lamborghini or something like that. You know, like they're not going to use it for something that actually, like they're not going to buy a house, you know, they're going to use it for something stupid. And I hope that, you know, they use it. Like, I mean, I don't think this is, this is ever going to happen because it's absolutely insanity what they're trying to propose but basically he wants the US government to pay for the sins of our ancestors because uh whatever but it's just stupid uh now i think that that could be might be somewhat of a good idea but do i think $350,000 is no but i do think that maybe there needs to be some more funding in these communities to get these people out of the positions that they're in and maybe give them more job training or educational stuff. You know, give them more 
make them more valuable in the marketplace and put some more, you know, put some more tools in their tool belt other than selling drugs or whatever, right? And I know that, like, like I know that not all black people are like that. And I'm not trying to, but I'm just, that's basically the problem in a lot of these communities. It's just a trap. It's, that's why they call it the trap because they, they are trapped in this, in this world. They, I have to sell drugs because I can't get a job, you know? It's a problem in, in a lot of these lower income communities. It's not just black. There's a lot of white people, right? But, um, do I think that every black person needs $350,000? Absolutely not. No, it's really stupid. Like I said, they wouldn't use, I mean, it's just like this whole stimulus thing. Everybody got like $1,200. The first thing they went and bought was like sex toys, you know? (laughs) Oh man. But did anybody see the funeral of uh, George Floyd? I, I actually went out to eat um, for the first time since February. True story. I went out to like a, my favorite Mexican place. We sat, I sat outside and there was a TV out there. And the only channel that was on was like ABC or something. And I was like, oh, like whatever. But the the funeral of George Floyd was happening at that moment so i had to watch that and then there was that going on and then there was really loud mexican music like blaring so it was that and then the funeral but uh i noticed there was a lot of people there and i and i put up a post this morning i said and it was from matt walsh i I think um matt walsh anyway uh but he said a really good point you know all of these families during covid are didn't have like didn't even get to have a funeral and i guess now it's a it's really apparent to me it's really you know just a sign that covid was nothing at all like yes it was a tragedy it killed a, a lot of people but um what's happening right now is way more dangerous than covid i'll tell you that um but it's you know it's official covid is over but I, I was just shocked at how many people were there. And it's really sad that all the other people didn't get to have their funeral. But it's fine because it's this right here. Like, it's, it's fine because it's a black guy, right? Okay. I mean, I, I'm so, I, mean, I get it. I, I'm sorry. But it's kind of like all, over the past three months, everybody that had a funeral, you couldn't go. Or you had to see it online, or you had to drive through, you know. But I, um, what's his name? I, I can't even like remember his name. Al Sharpton. He said something to the effect of this at the funeral, or maybe he was talking about the funeral. I don't really know, but he said the reason why we can't get success is we always have a knee on our neck, and it's kind of like the the way like the reason he says that and what he means by that is that white people are always holding black people back right and it's it, it kind of goes back to the white people are evil and i just i don't really subscribe to that idea when i when i see so many successful black people like i said it's it's up to you if you live in america and you're not successful 
it's your problem. So, and I understand that people are born in certain situations where they can't control, but a lot of people out there, they figure it out. They figure out a way to get out. And it has nothing to do with skin color, white privilege, get out of here. No, it's, it's, it is not. And I look, I understand if a black person goes to a redneck cowboy town I totally understand that they will be treated differently. And whenever I go, whenever I, as a white man, go to the south side of Chicago, I will, or, or Compton, or you know, wherever, if I go to like some of these places, I will get treated differently than I would in my hometown. Or I might look at that differently, or. It, but it's all about cultures, right? It has nothing to do with race. Like I said, it it's different cultures. America is is the melting pot, and there's so many cultures all across the country. And people people have like people prejudge a lot, and that's kind of the problem. And I think people need to start doing that. But for the most part the white man is not holding back the black man. There's plenty of black people out there that, that don't allow what's happened to them in the past dictate their future. You can sit back and be a victim and play the victim card or because that's easy, right? That's, that's a really easy thing to do. But what's really hard to do is, is is take responsibility for your actions, and 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 it's, and it's not a racist thing. It's just, and I can't believe I have to say this, but it's it's not racist. It's just being an a being an adult, it's just taking responsibility for your actions, and going out there and 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 saying I'm not going to let this dictate my future. There's been so many black people. So many white people, so many people of every race that have went from nothing and they had a really hard childhood, they had a really rough past, but they made it to them. And they, like this idea, or they made it to the finish line and they really did a lot of important things. And it's really easy to play the victim card. And I get it. I really do get it. But, um, it's just, it's just really unnecessary. Um, Donald Trump uh, put up a thing on Twitter the other day. I think it was right during the George Floyd Memorial. Uh, but he put up this really beautiful video about George Floyd. It was like four minutes long. He put it up on his Twitter. And Twitter took it down. I, I posted it on Instagram. And it was a tribute to George Floyd. And it was a really beautiful video. Like I said, it was talking about unity and how we need to come together and all this kind of stuff. And um, it was a really cool video. But Twitter, uh, Twitter took it down and for copyright purposes, which I watched the video a couple times. I think the only reason why it was probably a copyright thing is because of the music. Which, again, it, it sounds like a, like a royalty-free music thing. So I... And you can't copyright that unless you upload that copyright or upload that royalty-free music to a um, 
distributor and you have it claim every uh, use of that song all across the internet. So you can do it on Facebook, you can do it on Twitter, you can do it on YouTube, and it's, and it's called Content ID. But it doesn't work like that. You can't take someone. You can't take someone's video down because they used a, a royalty-free. Basically, what they did, they just took down the video. Twitter used some stupid reason to take down the video, and then Don Lemon came on CNN, like hours later, and and he said, uh, Donald Trump didn't say anything about George Floyd. He he was so busy he didn't say anything about George Floyd. Like, you've got to be shitting me. Like, honestly. Ridiculous. Like, I don't watch that, but I saw a clip of that. And he was talking about, he pulled up his Twitter. And he was like, see, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no mention of him talking about George Floyd. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, you, you, I didn't even know about the video. Someone sent me the video and said, oh, look, Twitter, like, took this video down. I was like, what do you mean? What video? I took three seconds out of my day, I found the video. I posted it. And then I saw this clip of Don Lemon talking about uh, Donald Trump doesn't care about George Floyd. Like he, no, he, no. Like he's trying to make this situation better. He's trying to unify the country. Like I'm so tired of this, of this BS. Like honestly, it's really getting to me. And yesterday I see where if you type in racist, Trump pops up. So, I don't know. Let's talk about some some uh, conspiracy theories, shall we? Some conspiracy theories. Now, this one this one is probably going to happen. It's it's not a conspiracy, but it hasn't happened yet. But now they're saying, which I I don't I don't understand. How it was, it was, it was so evil for you to go out of your house to go to your second home in Michigan, like two months ago. You don't care about people. If you like, remember that you don't care about people. You're gonna kill black people. You're gonna kill your grandma. You're gonna kill all these people if you go outside your house. And they said that during COVID. And if you notice. They're using the same narrative with this thing because they're showing all this bad stuff on TV and they're like, stay home, save lives. It's, it's literally the same message and it's really weird. But I don't understand how it was, how it was, how it was um, really bad to go out of your house two months ago, but it's totally fine to go and, and, and uh, rob a rob and set fire a auto zone. I don't understand that. Or take a forklift through a Best Buy. For, like interesting thing about Best Buy, the reason why they're destroying Best Buy and Target is because those two are both Minnesota-based companies. Very interesting. But now they're saying that they're they are definitely using this as a political weapon. Definitely, but they're going to because here's the thing like we were on the verge of opening up right there was this little gap just a few days ago like a week and a half ago that everybody's starting to open up and this happened and just total chaos right you know people going out in the street and 
you know, protesting and, and, and I have so much stuff to say. I, this is gonna be like a two hour podcast, but people going out in the street and, and protesting on the damn interstate. Here's the thing about that. If you don't want to get burnt, don't touch the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are so upset about that truck driver hitting people in the road. Like, if you don't want to get hit, get off the damn road. Like, there's a truck driver that got fired and uh, charged with um, some kind of um, attempt murdered or something like that. But he was up in Minnesota on I-35, and people were protesting on the damn interstate, and he uh, ran through a, a crowd, and he stopped, and then the mob of people like came and like destroyed his freaking—I mean, they took him out of the cab and started beating the crap out of him. I don't understand why he stopped anyway, but—and then, the, then there was that thing in Tulsa with the horse trailer— and that was a big thing. Here, like, here's the thing: don't protest in the road. Like, you're definitely gonna get hit. All right these these cars don't have time to stop. All right, especially on the interstate. Like, like, what do you think is gonna happen? Idiot. But they're gonna try to use this to defeat Trump. Like, they're gonna say, "See, we need a second wave." Like, we like or. See, we need to close down for another time. Like, already Trump, he said, we're not going to close down. But they're going to try to get Trump to close down more, and they're going to try to push this mail-in voting, right? Because they justified what happened this week in the past week and a half. And so they can justify closing more stuff down. I hope that doesn't happen. I really don't. But they keep on extending dates back. And eventually, I don't know. I don't know. Eventually, people are going to get sick and tired of it and just say, F it, I don't really care. You know, they should do that because if you can riot in the streets, you can open up your business. And you better be freaking armed to the T if you do. And that was one good thing about this week. I saw a lot of people armed and protecting their business, which you should do that. But they're going to come back in probably two weeks and say, look, there was a spike in corona cases. We need to close down again. Okay, whatever. Well, I mean, we'll just have to see. But they're going to say, we need to lock down again because there's a spike. Whatever. Uh, but let's let's get into some... Con- to some real conspiracy theories. Somebody sent me the other day about uh, George Floyd. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Somebody sent me yesterday or last night. They sent me... And I don't I don't want to say who this is, it, who this is because uh, they are a very active member of the page. But um, according to, I don't, I don't know if this is accurate or not. That's why I'm calling it a conspiracy theory. But somebody posted on Facebook and they listed like 
um, 21 questions, and I'm not going to read them all, but uh, I'll leave a link to the Facebook page or the Facebook post. Um, and basically, they took this that Facebook post and converted it into this one image. But one of them is like, I find it odd. Like, people are looking at that video. Like, if you watch the, the George Floyd video, which I watched it again Tuesday night, and I, I have a lot of questions about the video, right? I mean, I, there's so many questions, but people are trying to piece together, like, certain things that they want to try to, like, they want to believe it's true, but it's not, but... But basically this post is like this attorney in Corpus Christi is saying the real George Floyd died three years ago. I saw a black man who played college football against allegedly killed on camera 30 years later. But guess what? That is not the same guy. I was his lawyer. He died three years ago. What? Anyway, um, oh, he okay, he played college football 30 years ago in the Corpus Christi area. Okay, that makes more sense, okay. But this lawyer who hung out with him was saying, oh, he died three years ago. And that may have been true, I, I don't know. And and also there's, there's a conspiracy theory that that uh, cop is like the cash cab guy. Have you seen that one? Like... <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. <clears throat> Who knows? But yeah, there there's so many questions that, that I have in the video. Like, there's a guy. If you watch the video, there's a guy in like the background that is just standing there. Like, I think the people that did nothing should be prosecuted as well. Like. If you're willing to burn down a building and you can't push out a cop, like push off a cop, then we have some problems. Like if you're willing to loot a target and burn down the entire world, but you can't push off a cop, there was, I mean, according to, I mean, there was how many a angles of footage in that, in that area, like in that video, there's like 20 different angles. I don't know. But uh, also they're talking about something about the gas prices. Like, why does the video show diesel fuel price is 99 cents instead of the regular price in the area 249? Also, they're talking about the badge. Derek's badge is like flipped or something. Yeah. Also, Derek Chauvin, the Asian guy is Derek's brother-in-law. And there's been a lot of conspiracies going around saying that it would have been easy since Derek and, and, and George Floyd knew each other. And who knows if that Asian guy's a real cop. I, I don't really know. Maybe, probably, but he had a fake badge. So that, that, raises, that raises some questions, right? But it would have been easy for somebody to come in and say, we want you to to do this because the video is kind of sketchy, right? I'm not denying that he died. I I, th I think I think he did. You know, I, I I don't think he died three years ago. But people are people 
people on the internet just make up crap and I don't know. But in the video, like if you notice, like a lot of people are, are, are looking at that and, and they're raising a lot of questions, especially, especially on the EMT side, like a lot of people who are ENT saying that that is not the correct procedure. You know, they didn't even check his pulse, you know, um, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an EMT, but I didn't realize that at the time when I first watched that video. But when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, they just kind of like tossed, like tossed him in the back of a ambulance. Like, it's like they already knew that he was dead, you know? I don't know. But there's been a lot of conspiracies going around that uh, they were paid off or something. Who knows? Uh, also, did you see those bricks that were like around like Dallas and LA? People were just like planting bricks, um, which I thought was, that was kind of odd. Like, who knows who did that? Uh, but I thought that was really, really, really weird, really odd. Um, another conspiracy theory is a lot of people I brought to everybody's attention, and I had this a thought. I was thinking this a few days ago. I was like, "Oh crap. All of these co- like all of these COVID prisoners were being let out. Every like all the prisoners were being let out because of COVID. Were the was that the reason they were being let out? It's something to think about. Cuz now all of these Hollywood um elites are paying for the belt that that's what i hate about the situation these these hollywood elites are funding terrorism joe biden the joe biden campaign is like funding funding this or they are you know f f all of the black businesses they're not willing to put up money to rebuild the black businesses or the the other businesses that got destroyed but they're going to bail out these people that are that are destroying these cities it's just it's just really sad but I thought that was kind of weird that a couple months ago they were letting everybody out of prison and now they're they're filling it back up with all these Antifa members and all these criminals um Yeah, I don't know. Why are people still wearing masks? That's a that's a question I have. I think I think I think it's fine if you don't. It's fine, you know. I saw a really like cringy picture of this woman. She had a, on one of those like industrial like mask on that you buy from Ace. That it's like a foam mask. And she wrote, I can't breathe on it. I was like, really? You got to be. Take off the mask if you can't breathe. Like, come on. Seriously. Uh, a lot of people were upset about Trump's uh, Bible thing. And I think as a Christian, I think that that was. Um, that was really a, a, a pivotal. That was a really important moment. And a lot of people were upset about Trump going in the bunker. A lot of conservatives were upset about Trump going in the bunker. But. It wasn't Trump's decision. I, I'm pretty sure the Secret Service and 
everybody that's on his cabinet was probably recommending him to go into the bunker, which I think was a smart move. And then him coming out, um, like he did that speech. It was like eight minutes and he addressed the nation. Everybody's like, President Trump needs to address the nation. And then he did, and he talked about if these states don't don't uh, pull the lever and take care of this issue and uh, push back a little bit against these people, we will come in with the military and dominate. That he used the key word dominate. And uh, then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go." And then he just left and then it went blank and I was like what the hell happened I didn't know that he went and did the bible thing I was watching the live stream I didn't know he went and did the bible thing until I got on social media and I saw it and I was like what he he actually walked across the street to the church I was like what um and I think that was like a really important moment because he's shown the country that he's not afraid of these people and you have to understand that was Monday, Sunday and Saturday and starting, I think starting Friday, I think Friday evening they arrived in DC and they, they spent the entire weekend destroying DC area. Like they were demolishing the area. And I don't know where I was at, but, um, these two women, these two, uh, these three white women, and I forgot to mention that earlier. They were cleaning off a federal building, and the federal building had BLM on it, Black Lives Matter, and a and a black lives or a black person pulled up, a black woman pulled up, and she was upset that these excuse me that these women were removing graffiti, and it doesn't really matter if you if you say Jesus or if you say Hot Wings. Or if you say Bible, or if you say Hitler, if you say shoes, like if you put like like whatever you put on the building, it's still considered it's still considered graffiti. So I don't know, but I think I think I think Trump sent a really big message with the Bible thing, and I think that was a really important time, uh, really pivotal moment. Like the speech was was really important. Um, as and, it, and you know, what we're seeing now is history. People are going to look back at this time and and uh, they're going to think, "Wow, twenty twenty was one hell of a year." You know, God. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I think I covered about everything I want to cover for today, and I think that I'm going to cut it off here. And there's probably going to be more coming out in the next week. But just remember, there's good people in every crowd. And just because one cop did one thing in Minnesota, it doesn't mean that all cops are bad. It means that we need we just need to fix the problem and the problem isn't a white or black issue it's a leadership issue we need to let go of some of these police chiefs and let go of some of these uh, you know attorneys and representatives and these democratic leaders that are destroying the communities that's the problem it's not a black or white issue it's a leadership issue 
not all black people are bad. Not all white people are evil. And the, the one great thing I saw this week is that I saw so many photos, so many videos of black people going up to cops and hugging them. So many white cops going up to black men and, and saying, we're just one people. And I think that's what I need to, what everybody needs to take away from the situation is that the only race we should be focused on is the human race. We're all human. We all bleed red. And I think that at the end of the day, we need to treat each other with respect. And I think that everybody needs to work on themselves. And, you know, I think everybody can work on trying to be better people. And I think that that's just kind of what it boils down to is just, you know, and if you see this happen again, if, if, if you see a cop doing this to another person, um, don't be afraid to intervene. Don't stand there and film for Facebook. Don't do it for the views. Don't do it for the likes. Do it for the guy that's struggling on the ground. Don't be afraid to knock over a cop because, you know, it's better than burning down a building. You might, you know, and I think... um Unfortunately, I think people and these black communities needed needed this to kind of get their message across. And I think it's really surprising me, it, really surprising to me that you know so many people on the left are starting to wake up. And do I think do I think Trump will win the election? I don't know. It's really hard to tell. It it really just depends. Like what's going to happen that's a long ways away but they're really trying hard to get him out of there they're really trying hard to do that um but a lot of people a lot of black people a lot more people that didn't vote for him in 2016 is probably going to vote for him in 2020 so that's good news that's really good news and i, I don't think joe biden is going to get any more of the black vote um all he's doing right now is pandering um, you know, he was kneeling to some black person, I think I saw this week, which was cringe. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we should just treat everybody, you know, everybody needs to work on whatever. And I think that, um, you know, maybe we need to break down some cultural divides, maybe. And maybe, uh, you know, you can be the change in your community. Maybe you can go to a community over um, in your town and maybe go to somewhere that is prominently black if you're white and wear a MAGA hat and just go into some of these communities and just start picking up and helping out. If they see that, then I it just kind of like lets any kind of fake news narrative out of the window because when they see... If you go into some of these communities and just kind of um, destroy the narrative that the mainstream media is pushing that all Trump supporters are evil, white, racist bigots, and you go in there and you help clean up their community or you go in there and maybe 
buy someone groceries or take someone's groceries to them or, you know, help pay their rent or something like that. Whatever you can do and like within your means, break down that, 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 um, that cultural divide maybe and just do that and just be the change. And, and, you know, same for the black people, the, the, the African-American people, um, Instead of burning down buildings, I, I know it's not just you. It's the Antifa people and all that kind of stuff. There's some there's some good black people. I mean, some of the best people I've ever met in my life were black. You know? It has nothing to do with race. It has to do with how you're... Like, like, like I've been saying in, in this entire podcast, but if you want to be the change, maybe... Maybe be a police officer. And and same goes for white people. If if you don't like what's going on right now, maybe be a police officer. Maybe be a good police officer, and actually be a good person. And like I said, ninety nine percent of police officers are great people. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that, but it, the it, we need more good ones. We can always use some good ones. And there's a lot of them out there, but unfortunately, the mainstream media doesn't want to cover that. It's really sad. Anyway, I want to wrap up the show here. Um, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, the new Music Friday uh, podcast is going to be out on Sundays now. Um, just to give, like, this one's going to go up on Saturday uh, on the 6th. And then so the new Music Friday like for the week it's going to go up on Sunday. So anything music related, I think Sunday is a good day to just talk about it. So, uh, so that's coming out tomorrow. Um, but I want to end the show. I want to play some music. I've been really getting into music this week. I really been trying to drown out the noise of what's happening with just listening to music. And that's kind of my therapy, I guess through all this madness. And so I want to play a couple songs uh, before I end the show. Um, one of them is a really famous song and it really um, turned me on into do some really good music. I, I'm a big fan of Jordan Lucas. I, I love his, his music. I love the song Will. It's a really cool song. Uh, but I first found him whenever he did that video, I'm Not Racist. And I think it's a really appropriate song to play right now. Hopefully YouTube doesn't take it down but i'm gonna take my risk also i want to play some eric dylan i talked to eric dylan this week last sunday and we had a really nice conversation about what's happening right now and he's just really pissed about what's happening because there's some really good police officers and there's some really bad stuff going on and and it's just really bad but he's just really pissed about what's going on and rightfully so but he's a really good dude Go go check him out on 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 uh, on uh, iTunes, Spotify. Look him up. Uh, he's I did a whole podcast talking about him, but if you missed it, go check out that podcast. Uh, but basically, he wrote a lot of songs for Luke Combs, and um, but he's just a really cool guy. He's just a normal guy, and um, he shared a like while everybody was doing the blue or the uh, blackout Tuesday, he shared the blue line flag or whatever on his Instagram and I just shared it on my story and he said damn straight like he sent me a DM he's like damn straight damn right or whatever and we started talking and so 
but I want to play one of his songs. Um, it's called uh, Colorblind because uh, it's a really appropriate song. Uh, but check him out. It's E-R-I-K-D-Y-L-A-N, Eric Dillon. And then I went and just play some other songs that I found. And if you want to find out who sings it um, or who is the artist, uh, I put that in the description below. But anyway, um, thank you for listening and uh, be nice to one another.
the boys in blue If y'all up and left our whole system come unglued There's still a group of us that support what you do So stay true I don't have pity for you black niggas, that's the way I feel Screaming black lives matter, all the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills Yelling nigga this and nigga that Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad As soon as I say nigga then everyone react and Wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black We'll pound that then Talking about slavery like you was around back then Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then Like you was on the plantation getting down back then Alright, look I see a black man aiming his gun, but I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done, I mean, you still trapped in a rut. And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals? You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait, it's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate Fuck out of my face You can't escape problems You can pray for some change but can't break a dollar Got nobody else to blame so you blame Donald They fuck the world with a make America great condom My voice been back I'm not racist, my sister's boyfriend's black I'm not racist My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black My head's in the cloud Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now I'm not racist And I never lie, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs But you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god, oh my god And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet And that's the nigga within you, music right in your brain And slowly start to convince you Then you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues Blame it all on the menu, blame it on those drinks Blame it on everybody except for your own race Blame it on white privileges, blame it on white kids And just blame it on white citizens, aim it the vice president <coughs> Watch your class clowns, niggas kneeling on the field, that's a flag down How dare you try to make demands for this money You gon' show us some respect, you gon' stand for this country, nigga I'm not racist. I'm just prepared for this type of war. I heard Eminem's rap at the awards. Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too. He ain't white no more. Just like you want to be so famous. You'll do anything for attention and a little payment. I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers. Pants hanging off your ass. You ain't got no home training. Put your fucking pants up, nigga. Put that suit back on. Take that do-rag off. Take that goat out your mouth. Quit the pitiful stuff. And then maybe police will stop killing you fucks. You what the fuck? I'm not racist. It's like we're living in the same building but splitting the two floors I'm not racist But there's two sides of every story I wish that I knew yours I wish that I knew yours I'm not racist I swear With all disrespect, I don't really like you white motherfuckers, that's just where I'm at. 
Screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest What kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win The power in the word nigga is a different sin We shouldn't say it but we do and that's just what it is But that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends Nigga That word was originated for you to keep us under And when we use it we know that's just how we greet each other And when you use it we know there's a double meaning under And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically That don't mean I'm not infected by the history My grandmama was a slave, that shit gets to me And you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga I'm sorry, you can never fail my life Trying to have faith, but I never feel alright It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites Judging me by my skin color and my blackness Trying to find a job and ain't nobody call me back yet Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes When I ain't making no dough You think you know everything, but you don't You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know Try to steal black culture and make it your own Whoa, fuck, I'm exhausted I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit All you do is false shit, this the shit that I'm false with And you don't know shit about my people, that's what bothers you You don't know about no fried chicken and no barbecue You don't know about the two-step or no loose change You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid You don't know And even though Barack was half as black You hated President Obama, I know that's a fact You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was paid back for that I'm not racist I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died Nigga, die, nigga And all you care about is money and power and being ugly And that's the cracker within you Hit it all in your brain and slowly start to convince you Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue Blame it on Puerto Rico, blame it on OJ Blame it on everybody except for your own race Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens Aim at the black businesses, I ain't saying I'm innocent, but I might be any day now Treating everybody how you want in any way how I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now Shit You know I make a lot of sense but you just can't admit it When Eminem went against Trump that was the illest Cause even though he's white he let us know he's standing with us I'm not racist But I cry a lot You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops And I know if you about to die or not You worry about your life so you take mine I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time I wish we could trade shoes or we could change lives So we can understand each other more, but that'll take time I'm not racist It's like we living in the same building but splitting to both sides I'm not racist But there's two sides of every story and now you know mine Can't erase the scars with a bandage I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding Agree to disagree, we can have an understanding. I'm not racist. That city burn on my TV screen Brand new baby boy sitting next to me And it got me thinking this ain't how it's supposed to be Where did we go wrong? Yeah, we keep fighting fights, we ain't gonna win People live and die 
singing songs and they carry inside mostly say hooray for our side it's time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going Your life it will creep It starts when you're always afraid Step out of line, the man come and take you away We better stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going now Stop, hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going We better stop now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going We living out here for life, we trying to get it, ain't nobody finna take our life. I keep my young homies out here with these things, my big homies keep handling them to me, we gon' keep it cracking. My other name should have been Jesse James, but I stay with my cannon. I didn't have no choice, was raised right around the corner from where we standing. Hollow points in it and all of that, I'm ready. We gang bangers. My cousin was a killer, he done put a lot of triggers, he done made a lot of models clock. If you ask the white boy, he done said I'm young and foolish, bang on you right before he let the bus fly. He ain't had no sense of dignity, his daddy was a mystery, you probably end up dead or sitting in a penitentiary and tell the judge he can go to hell for the sentence and it probably make no sense to you, but listen to the history, the new Jim Crow or the old one. People out here fighting for equality and honestly, I think they owe some, back and forth some. Cleaver got a message for the people, bunch you with them and they trying to stop the evil and they clicked up with they fist up, the whole neighborhood feeling like they meant some, then it was a mix up, feds got them fixed up, end of the movement, back to the bricks bruh, and Raymond Washington about to start the Crips up, they getting bigger every day and trying to fix stuff, they Saw Geronimo Pratt dodging bullets from attacks Guess they figure we don't really want it this much You know, originally the gangs were created to protect everybody in the community There was lynching and bombing going on and the gangs were there to protect What people don't understand is a lot of the leaders died Medgar Evans Has been shot Bunchy Carter Has been shot Fred Hampton Has been shot MLK Has been shot in Memphis, Tennessee These youngsters didn't have any direction, no leaders to look up to So they can They say Crip stands for community, revolutionary in a party service uh, Way before the genocide and the murders A little after integration was the verdict When bombs might go off after Sunday service Bow. They protecting their community Then they turned into diplomatic community Then the fight against oppression was depressing Now they keep on losing battles and they started losing unity Now they beat each other blue black Force fed self-hate to they tooth crack Got their own folks hiding on the rooftops They ain't finna take no more, they finna shoot back Bow. Now they blind like a family, they all blood From the concrete jungle to the small hoods Throwing signs up, now the crime's up We was meant to kill oppression, now we loading eyes up But never mind us, grinders Factory to close, now a lot of people jobless Now they got the drugs coming in from Government to turn a blind eye or they got it. It was a perfect storm. I mean, we're talking post-segregation. And what are you going to do? The factories have closed and no one's hiring anybody from the urban community because of what you look like. And now there's a war going on in Nicaragua and drugs are being imported into your community. Are you going to sell drugs or are you going to be homeless? Because the government's not paying attention. Huh, man, you tell me. What's a reasonable man to say? There's a high school in Alabama named after Robert E. Lee and it's 89% black. You don't see the irony? What it do to a psyche? It's simple. You don't like me. 
what I'm supposed to do now. Delusional calling that system criminal justice, where the rich and the guilty are safer than the poor and the innocent. Why would we listen when American churches scuff their toms on our brothers' dead bodies as they march to stop gay marriage? Yo, we had issues with Planned Parenthood too. We just cared about black lives outside the wombs just as much as in. A young man gon' find purpose somehow. And the nation was at least around And when them vice lords told him he was a royal descent And that war on drugs felt much more like war on the poor He figured forget it But why don't you come stay a while Tell us how the son of man walked on Egyptian and eastern soil And wasn't just a western construct What master used to control us But what the master used to free us And it was a crooked system just like this That left the king of kings bloodless Yeah we are truly a descendant of a king, only his reign is infinite. And being right is a distant second to the joy of compassion. Why don't you come stay a while?
right. 